0: I'm K.S. Garner, and you're listening to the Solo Nerdbird Podcast. Since I've completed the entire original Inuyasha series, I've started a new anime series, Yu Yu Hakusho, dubbed in English on Hulu. I'm hoping to be finished this series by the time the live-action Netflix adaptation is released. The series tells the story of Yusuke Yurameshi, a teenage delinquent who was struck and killed by a car while attempting to save a child's life. After a number of series of tests presented to him by Kuwema, the son of the ruler of the afterlife underworld, Yusuke is revived and appointed the title of underworld detective, with which he must investigate various cases involving demons and apparitions in the human world. Episode 1, Surprised to be Dead A 14-year-old middle school student, Yusuke, is hit by a car and dies from his injuries. Wakes up floating outside his body and tries to get the medic's attention to no use. Yusuke recalls the day's events prior to his death. Multiple people lecture him about his lack of focus and attendance in school, while most cower from him in fear of his rumored gang affiliation. While walking around town, Yusuke encounters and quickly defeats Kuwabara, who's more of a nuisance than his nemesis. That's when he spots a small boy playing in traffic and saves him from a speeding car, Sacrificing his life for the boys. Botan, the underworld's grim reaper, visits Yusuke to inform him the boy he saved is fine. But his premature death was unexpected, so there's no place for him just yet in the afterlife. Botan insists Yusuke visit his wake. There he witnesses multiple people actually mourn him. He's surprised those people who always ragged on him actually cared about him. Episode 2, Kuwema Appears Botan introduces Yusuke to the king of the spirit realm, Kuwema. He offers him an egg that Yusuke must hatch and either a beast that feeds off negative thoughts and actions will devour him whole or a guide who feeds off positivity and goodness will appear to return him to his body and life. Once they leave, Botan instructs Yusuke he must inform those closest to him to make sure his body isn't cremated in order for him to return to it once he's completed his deal. Kobara has a sense called the Tingle that gives him a strong connection to the spirit world, just who Yusuke needs to help preserve his body for his return. With only an hour as Kobara, Yusuke has to literally fight his way through his former enemy's enemies to reach his friend Keiko in time to save his body. After he proves that Keiko is really him, Yusuke relays the tests he has to go through in order to return and orders her and his mom to take care of his body. Episode 3, Kuobara, A Promise Between Men Kuobara saves Keiko from being harassed. When a school teacher hears about the fight, Kuobara makes a deal with him to stop fighting for one week in order to protect one of his friends. Yusuke helps Kuobara study for an upcoming test and fend off gangs who heard he isn't defending himself against attacks. Yusuke prevents Kuwabara from hitting that teacher who rigged his test. Yusuke thought Kuwabara heard his warning, but Botan tells him it's because they were both on the same emotional wavelength. Episode 4, Requirements for Lovers. Kuema's investigators examine Yusuke's relationships with those who are watching over his body to ensure he actually deserves to return. Keiko nearly kisses Yusuke while trying to clean up his mother's mess, but is alerted when the neighborhood watch warns about repeated arson in the area. With no one home after Keiko leaves, Keiko's bo- I'm sorry Yusuke's body—Keiko leaves Yusuke's body and home fall victim to another arson case. Yusuke throws his egg into the fire, and the beast inside saves Keiko from the fire with the aid of Kubara. But without the egg, Yusuke can never return to his body. Koema offers Yusuke a rare deal. Another chance at life because his sacrifice saved Keiko. Episode 5, Yusuke's Back. Yusuke needs energy from another living being in order to return to his body. But this must be done within 24 hours or Yusuke will have to wait for another 52 years. He communicates with Kouabara and Keiko in their dreams that they need to kiss him so he can return. Kuwabara completely ignores this strange dream, but Keiko barely makes it in time to revive Yusuke. Yusuke is appointed detective of the spirit world after he can easily identify supernatural creatures on Earth that Botan and Kuwema have been trying to apprehend for years. Episode 6, Three Monsters Yusuke's renowned presence at school is unwelcome as he's accused of stealing items from his peers. With his spyglass, he spots the stolen items in the teacher's pocket, attempting to frame him. Kawima shows Yusuke how to use this spirit gun to invisibly attack people. Kawima also informs Yusuke must retrieve stolen artifacts or the living world will be in mortal danger. Yusuke encounters one of the escaped spirits, a soul-sucking ogre, with one of the artifacts. He's able to knock him down once, but the ogre didn't give up so easily. Episode six Goki and Karama Botan rescues Yusuke from Goki before he's killed using a spectral energy matter watch. When Yusuke expresses strong determination against Goki devouring children's souls, Botan prematurely provides Yusuke a spectral shooting ring that sorry, a spiritual shooting ring that multiplies his spirit gun discharges, but will deplete his abilities after using it. Yusuke waits for the perfect moment to strike Goki down, forcing his mouth open and shooting his spiritual gun into him. Kurama intentionally runs into Yusuke and Botan to strike a deal before forcing him back into the spirit world. Kurama reveals his backstory to Yusuke in order for him to understand why he needs to use the Mirror of Forlorn. With Yusuke's help, is able to save his mother and stay in the mortal world. Episode 8, The Three Eyes of Hiei. Hiei intends to kill Yusuke so he can't interfere with his plans to use the Shadow Sword, aka the Blade of Demonic Subjugation. He sends out a telepathy signal to Yusuke and Botan that he's kidnapped Keiko but won't return her until Yusuke brings the other two artifacts. Yusuke exchanges the artifacts but is unaware of Hiei's trickery. Yusuke does what he can to fight off Hiei to save Keiko, but when he and Botan become overwhelmed by Hiei's power, Kurama interferes with his attacks. Yusuke strategized an offensive attack with the Mirror of Forlorn against Hiei, knowing he was too fast to attack directly. Episode 9 The Search Begins Botan sets Yusuke out on a mission to learn a psychic technique, spirit wave, from the legendary Genkai before the apparition Rando can steal it from her. Kobara is also there to ask Genkai to help decrease his spiritual abilities. The selected contestants, including Yusuke and Kobara, must complete a series of tests using their spiritual powers in order to learn the spirit wave technique. Genkai makes an exception for Yusuke when she learns he defeated a dangerous demon in the Dark Forest in order to complete a time-restricted and strenuous task. Episode 10, Kuwabara's Spirit Sword Eight contestants are left to learn the Spirit Wave technique. They must pair up and fight each other either into the death or incapacitation. Kuwabara's spiritual power is so strong he was able to materialize a sword to protect himself out of the wood that broke off his opponent's weapon yusuke's opponent is using a helmet that allows him to see in the dark and then uses a basic enhancement technique that allows him to draw in matter around him strengthening his attacks against yusuke episode 11 hard fights for yusuke yusuke slips genkai's cigarette into his opponent's belt in order to track him in the darkness and attacks him with his spirit gun. Yusuke wins his next match by accidentally slipping into a deep puddle of mud when he attacks his opponent by luring in the man's own knives attached to Yusuke's spiritual energy. Episode 12, Randall Rises, Kuobara Falls. Kuwabara severely underestimates his opponent's fighting ability when he casts fireballs at him. But when Kuobara uses his sword to deflect the balls, his opponent casts an ancient spell that shrinks Kuobara and tortures him. Rando finally reveals himself to Yusuke, Botan, and Genkai after Yusuke defeats him in his human form. Episode 13, Yusuke vs. Rando, 99 Attacks Yusuke's spiritual powers are completely depleted after multiple attacks. Randall repeatedly polarizes Yusuke while tied up in impenetrable thread. After Randall sees the fear in Yusuke's eyes after he learned the spirit gun technique, he shoots him down into a pond with flesh-eating fish. Kuwabara's soul reaches out to Yusuke, mocking him for not using his spiritual energy to its full potential. Yusuke manages to escape the swamp and use his spirit gun technique again. Randall's reduction spell he used on koabara rebounds on him because yusuke couldn't hear the spell cast on him episode 14 the beast of maze castle yusuke returns home after his six-month training of the spirit wave with genkai on his day off yusuke and Korobara are warned about an insect invasion that can turn the entire city's population into bloodthirsty destructive zombies to force the spirit realm doors open to the mortal world. Koemma sends Hiei and Kurama out to help Yusuke and Korbara if they want to clean their slate as fugitives. When they enter the maze castle, their teamwork is tested at the Gate of Betrayal. Episode 15 Gimbu the Stone Beast. Yusuke trusts Hiei to race to the lever that stops the ceiling from crushing him and the others. Hiei stalls for information before he finally pulled the lever. Botan is on the task of killing any of the deadly insects she comes across and attacking any humans turns army. Kurama expertly defeats Gimbu with his rose whip, including destroying Gimbu's energy source that allows him to put himself back together after being separated during each attack. Episode sixteen Bayaku the White Tiger Kurama is alive, but his injuries from Gimbu force him out of fighting. Botan struggles with managing the insects and zombies in the mortal realm. Kuwabara stubbornly fights Bayaku on his own with his spirit sword he's learned to summon and resize. Although Kuwabara is viciously, viciously attacked by Bayaku's minions, he cleverly locks them together with his spirit sword before facing Bayaku himself. Unbeknownst to Kobara, Bayaku has been stealing his spirit energy from his sword with each attack on him. Defying all logic, Kobara continues his attacks on Bayaku. Episode 17 Bayaku's lair Kuobara discovers on his own accord that Bayaku's body has reached its capacity on spiritual energy. Kuobara attacks him once more with his sword, causing Bayaku to explode from the overflow. Botan continues to struggle managing the infected humans while Kobara goes after another goes for another round with Bayaku. When Bayaku traps Kuobara and forces him to attack directly, Kuobara strategized his attack by vaulting with his sword before hitting the lava below and then forcibly knocking Bayaku off his feet to his death. Episode 18, Siryu, the Blue Dragon. Kuobara accurately chooses the correct pathway into the maze. Miraculously, Bayaku survived the fall into the lava, but when he begs for help from Siryu, his comrade finally kills him. a volunteers to battle Siryu after witnessing his betrayal to Bayaku. a swiftly disposes of Siryu, swiftly slicing into him with Siryu none the wiser. Keiko is targeted by several of the zombies, including a teacher. Episode 19, Suzaku, Leader of the Beast. Botan saves Keiko from further attack by the zombies, but they flee when they're caught again. The guys form a human ladder to to assist Yusuke up into the tower so he can battle the last beast on his arm. After being hit with Suzaku's storm of torment, Yusuke repurposes his rubber shoes as a shield, but as a ruse to cloak his spirit energy from Suzaku's sight. Episode 20, Seven Ways to Die Suzaku makes six copies of himself and all seven attack Yusuke. Only one strikes him, but that's enough for Suzaku. However, when Yusuke doesn't die as expected, Suzaku tortures Yusuke and forces him to watch Keiko and Botan die. When Yusuke's reached his breaking point and on the brink of death, he remembers all of the people counting on him and care about him. This purpose revitalizes his strength and will to battle against Suzaku. Episode 21, Yusuke Sacrifice Yusuke pumps all of his spiritual energy into Suzaku, but the Saint Beast restores himself with the energy from his replicas, ready for another attack that will surely kill Yusuke. Yusuke uses his life energy to defeat Suzaku and save Keiko and Botan. He nearly dies if it wasn't for Kuobara who offered some of his own life energy to save him. Episode 22, Lamenting Beauty Yusuke gets his next case. He has to rescue a jewel maker, Yukina, who is being forced by torture to make rare jewels for the black market. Later, Botan and Yusuke discuss Hiei's true involvement with this case beyond simply delivering the tape to Yusuke. Yukina is his sister. As the group approach the mountain where Yukina is being held prisoner, they discover a human-demon alliance widespread throughout the underworld and black market. Episode 23, The Takaro Brothers Gang One of the Takaro brothers employed by Yukina's captor displays his overwhelming strength, only using 30% of his power. Kawima's concerned about Hiei's whereabouts, fearing he'll interfere with Yukina's rescue by killing everyone at the compound. Yusuke, Kuwabara, and Botan all make it inside the mountain to face the triad assigned to kill them before they reach Yukina. Episode 24, The Deadly Triad. Now, as a fair warning to my listeners here, this episode is a bit transphobic and sexist, in my opinion, but I just want to give you a fair warning right now. Yusuke deduces Miyuki is a transsexual when he gropes her genitals in a fight, although she has breasts and identifies as female. His deduction frees him to fight her. Kuwabara and Yusuke trick Imaki into a closed-off hallway and fight him with a shotgun blast. Then easily defeat Goku Monkey after Botan escapes his clutches. Hiei arrives to the compound, sensing a strong demonic presence he knows comes from the infamous Tukaro brothers. Episode 25, Kuwabara's Fight of Love. Together, the two... The uh, Takara brothers are invincible both offensively and defensively against the amateurs Yusuke and Koabara. The two form their own formidable pair as Yusuke shoots his spirit gun at Kobara to propel him and his sword into the Takara brothers, defeating them. He finally arrives to retrieve Yukina from her tormentor. Kurama questions Hiei why he refuses to inform Yukina about their familial relationship, but he prefers it that way. Episode 26 Takaro Returns. The Takaro brothers not only survived the battle with Yusuke and Korbara, but were actually employed by one of the gamblers who witnessed their fight. Takaro demands an audience with Yusuke, demonstrates his ultimate power, this time at 60%, and invites him to the underground demon fighting competition to the death for a fairy match. Kurama and Hiei train Korbara, and Genkai trains Yusuke for the tournament. Yusuke also recruits a 5th unknown team member. Episode 27, The Dark Tournament Begins The captain on the boat warns the competitors there's only room for one more team to enter the tournament before the ship docks. Meaning the fighters will have to battle one another to determine the victor. The mysterious 5th team member volunteers for the battle and kills all of the demons in a single blow. When all the other demons turn on them, the group, excluding a sleep- sleeping Yusuke, kill all of them. Kuobara suspects the fifth team member is Genkai but can't prove it. Two fighters competing in the tournament make an unexpected visit to the group and mock and intimidate them the day before the fight. Episode 28 First Fight Kuobara is forced to be the leader of the group since Yusuke remains asleep. His opponent is Rinku, the smallest, youngest, and most agile member of the opposing team. Although they both greatly underestimated one another, Rinku has the advantage with his yo-yo serpent. Now hundreds of feet in the air, Kuwabara is turned into a human kite with no chance of escaping other than falling to his death. And that's where the first season ends with this cliffhanger. Kuwabara definitely gets out of his restraints, but how is what I'm interested in? That man is a human punchy bag. He's so stubborn and adorable, I swear. I just love Kubara. Anyway, again, this has been an overview detailing the first season of the anime Yu Yu Haga show, dubbed in English on Hulu. I'm Karis Garner, and you've been listening to the Solo Nerd Podcast. Thank you.